tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, Transformers fans. <laughs> I'm sorry, this info is killing me. <laughs> we chose it, and it's killing me. For those of you who don't know, it's uh, Cindy Lauper's version of True Colors, which is a really cute, really sweet song and completely belies the level of violence we had in this episode. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, After Buzz Robots in Disguise After Show. Uh, we will be covering Episode 8, True Colors, if you didn't already pick up on that. In the booth today, we have Alexis the Wrecker Taurus. Hey, everybody! Yay. I missed everyone, so I'm super excited to see everybody. What's your Twitter? Weird. It's A Torres 890. And can you turn the song off yeah. at this point? It is super Sorry. distracting. I was enjoying it for a split second. <laughs> for a split second, but it played for longer than that. It's That's true. That's what I wanted. I would guesstimate that was approximately. 20 seconds? Yes. <laughs> and with me on the panel today is Emma the Speedster Fife. Hello. You can find me on Twitter at Emma Fife. And I am Kia, uh, Katie Kia. It's a, Jump it's the gun a day, there. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I am Katie Kia Prime Cullen on Twitter at Kia J. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. If you are watching live, if you want to join in the hashtag conversation, it is A-B-T-V-R-I-D. You may have noticed that we are short one Lord Megantron today. Um, she's off planet, probably conquering something else. And she will most likely return next week if she hasn't decided Hopefully. to rule another planet. <laughs> yep. We will find out. <laughs> so, this week's episode, True Colors. I'm still laughing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did everyone think of it? I mean, here's the thing. I still found it enjoyable. I just felt that this episode, despite the fact that it had a name like True Colors and was supposed to be about the true colors, if you will, of the character of Grimlock, I felt like it was the most boring episode yet. There wasn't a lot to it. It yeah. was very surface. Yeah, I I agree. It was like they set up this very deliberate plot of we're going to have an episode where we question whether or not Grimlock is really a bad guy. And it was cut and dry. It 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 wasn't like it was sneakily worked into the episode and there were all kinds of feelings. It was just like, no, Grimlock's a bad guy for most of this episode. Like, and it wasn't really sneaky. I wrote mm-hmm. down some of the dialogue, the quit fighting me, keep moving, Dinobots are so hard to control. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. If you know anything about your tropes from the get-go, you know that it's something. And then with totally. dialogue like that, it's just like, yeah, he is super possessed right now. Yeah. Well, exactly. And I think that it it was really, they made it really obvious from the get-go that he was possessed. Yeah. Because in the first scene where he was starting to fight against them, there was that scene where he could not hit Russell and he had a conversation with himself about not letting him squash the little boy. Well, even before that, when he was fighting Sideswipe and B, there was the quit fighting me bit. Yeah. 
yeah, that wasn't to them. Yeah, exactly. So, well, that shows us how stubborn Grimlock is. Yeah, no, abs- absolutely. I mean, he uh, he was getting possessed, and he was trying his darndest to fight it because he's got a he's got a good heart, which is really ultimately what this episode was about. It's his true color, uh, <laughs> aside from you know green and black. Yep. <laughs> Almost too easy. Alexis, what do you think? Uh, I have to say the same thing. Um, I feel like this, it wasn't really, it didn't really feed to the plot, really. just It was just kind of an episode where we got to see Grimlock be a different color, if you want to add to that. Um, <laughs> I, I, it hey, did, job. It did, I did like the fact that there was a lot of fix-it in this episode. Yes, absolutely. That was very awesome. And so I always like seeing that. I also like that you tried to stop Grimlock by putting his... Blaster to his like nose and it's just like a yeah. <laughs> I I liked all the. This is gonna sound really well, let's strange. Talk about fix it. Yeah, because I liked all the stuff that we that we got to see fix its little arms do. Like we yes. saw all the different tools that he has at his disposal that are basically like within his arms, kind of like the arm cannons in Prime. But yeah. fix it's got like tools. <laughs> well, and fix it's the only one that still has. Yeah, those. yeah. Yeah, like, I, I loved the scene where he was asking for a tool to repair something. What's and he, it look like? Oh, like oh this. it is like this. And he kept, oh, I found one. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very obvious that Fix-It is very, very not okay, but he's just so darn funny. I know. He's so cute. And part of that darn is Mitchell's funny. delivery. Dar- yeah, he's... Katie? Da- oh, sorry. I thought I heard that he was Sardon funny, and I was like, no, so does that no. mean? No. So darn okay. funny. I was just, just double-checking. Sorry. Yes, I can't talk today, obviously. That's a problem. <laughs> but, yeah, and he built a proximity alarm. I and it know. worked to the point of scaring everyone else as they came in. That scene with the proximity alarm was so hilarious to me when uh, Russell confronted them about the proximity alarm and he told him like that means that Optimus Prime, Optimus Prime, is, Prime coming. is coming. <laughs> what? <laughs> and what I love about that is most it was blah. It's very probable that Minitron, whose name I will not get over for reasons we'll discuss in a I bit. I was confused. I thought initially when we saw that character that he was a Minitron, not that his name was Minitron. It sounds like well, usually they end in con of right, some sort. Right. But when they first said, Oh, Minitron, I heard Metatron. <laughs> like, okay, that's the voice of God. Um <laughs> Pretty sure they didn't name him that. It yeah. took a second watch to be like, Mini, it can't be Mini Con. It can't, um, oh, oh, we need subtitles. Yep. Real, it's just the hard of hearing subtitles <laughs> for me. <laughs> and if you watch things with the hard of hearing subtitles, occasionally it says stuff like dramatic music swells or something. Mm, like, yeah. Oh, it is. It's hilarious. Yeah. We, just to give it a little context, we were all watching the, uh, end of Prime, <laughs> the movie, and we had the subtitles on because we were all chatting with each other throughout it and making jokes. And yes, there, there were many moments of dramatic music swelling parentheses <laughs> or when it's like such and such approaching when they're not on screen <laughs> yet and it's like wait a spoil surprise yeah but yeah and he built a proximity alarm and none of them knew about it i know and what gets me is that at that point minitron was probably on grimlock totally and would have heard the explanation and just forgot about it or thought it wasn't important yeah. or something? Yeah, I, I, I'm i not really sure. I, I feel like this episode had some plot holes. I feel, yeah, a couple problems. Yeah. It'll... <laughs> Again, it's it's very, very surface. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, I just, I can't 
find that much to really delve into because I feel like it was very cut and dry. It was. And and same with oh, strong arm. Oh I my gosh. Had issues yeah. With the way that strong arm was done this I, episode. I mean, yeah, especially because I felt like in the last episode where she was breaking rules, we were starting to see a little progress with her character in terms of always being a total stickler by the book, etc. And in in this episode, it's like that episode never happened. I mean, yeah. she was just 100% convinced. She's like, well, Grimlock attacked us. That means he's the enemy the end. Even though he had been fighting on her team for the past... Weeks. Yeah. Months? Yeah. We don't and know I'm not really sure long. what the timeline is. Yeah, but I, I mean, it was crazy to me that she would turn on him so quickly. And it's just the comment about, he's been playing us for fools the whole time, and the I fell for the old innocent T-Rex routine. Like, one... That's a routine. <laughs> is this documented? Have we had trouble with dinosaurs? Exactly. Like, this is a thing. Yeah. Two. I, you think Grimlock is y- playing y- you? precisely? Precisely. I mean, we have seen up to this point. Grimlock is a lovely character. I absolutely adore him. He's hilarious. He's got a great heart. He is not the brightest bulb in the shed. <laughs> he has a lot of emotional intelligence. Exactly. Execution is just kind of like um his truck disguise. Yeah. I I that's what I, he thinks I of mean, as a disguise. Unless she he's... was unless she thought that he was playing that dumb, if you will, to trick them. Which could be slightly more justified. But when he was under control, it wasn't like he suddenly turned into this cunning mastermind. He was still Grimlock. He just was evil. Grimlock (laughs) with a bad temper. I was expecting when all the junk fell on him to knock him out of it for a few seconds. That was before we knew that Minitron was a thing. Yeah, totally. Um, Andrew Fedge in the uh, chat says that he wonders if strong arms back and forth is because episodes are maybe out of order. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, I feel like that's something that I would have heard about, especially yeah. since we've had writers and directors Absolutely. and whatnot in yeah. here. I feel like that is something that they would have said. I, I agree with that, but I, I understand where he's coming from a yeah. little bit, simply because, as previously discussed, we did see some progress with her character in the last episode. And also, again, the, there wasn't much to this episode. I feel like this yeah. could have happened anywhere. I mean, our biggest plot points that we have for this episode are the introduction of Minitron, who was played a lot for laughs, but that's kind of a terrifying enemy to have because none of them noticed it was on them without visual confirmation from somebody else. It's not like feeling a spider crawl up your arm and be like, ah, it's on me. It just, they didn't know. They don't have enough sensitivity of feeling to know that there's something on them. And now I'm feeling spider. <laughs> yay, I did that to myself. Nice. <laughs> yeah, okay, come on. <laughs> I know, that's exactly how I feel. But I also liked that whole scene of them uh, as uh, as he was jumping from yes. one transformer, like one part of the team to the other. That I even wrote in my notes, I said, this scene is nuts. <laughs> like, I can't even keep track at this point. Yeah. That was the point, I think. And that was pretty glorious. And just the whole, get it off me! Get, get it off, off me! me. Yeah. Like, how many slapstick comedies have I seen that in? Yeah. And yeah. it was really funny. 
just once they knew what it was and it wasn't Grimlock going up the wall. Yeah, like, totally. Oh, and it was someone else. Therefore, now it's hilarious. And it was interesting in this episode, too, because I feel like, yes, a lot of the comedy has come from the action in previous episodes, but the dialogue has been really funny in previous the episodes. The dialogue was great. The dialogue is great. And in this episode, it, it was interesting to me that I thought the funniest scene was the one that relied so heavily on physical, quote unquote physical, because it's animated comedy. I just like Sideswipe's little um, why me one-off. Yeah. Like, he assaulted us. And he goes, you assault me all the time. Yes. That was amazing. That that, that was strong arms justification for why she was positive that Grimlock was no longer on their side. But the big difference is, and I can see this much from her point of view, Grimlock is not in their weight class. This is true. Sideswipe and strong arm going at it is yeah, they basically can go toe two to toe. kids having a slap fight. Totally. Grimlock getting involved is... Is, that's not good. Nah. That, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a metaphor here, and I can't think of one. It's <sighs> the family pit bull trying to figure out why the family gerbil won't play with it. It's, <laughs> there you go. That's little that's pretty, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty different. Yeah. So that she's got a good point, but that is true. I, I can see her point from 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 that perspective, but you also have to kind of agree with Sideswipe that she's not always super nice to him that's extremely true but he's never gone and tried to kill her i mean they they poke at each other good-naturedly but uh there's last week we had she started that one you're all witnesses yeah just sideswipes writing is his lines are really really on point and hilarious so when the episode's not about him being a giant jerk yeah I have a soft spot for Sideswipe. I really like him. I also, oh, yeah, you're the speedster. I also really, in this episode, I, I, I think I've noticed it in previous episodes, but this is the first episode that it really sunk in for me that he has that sword I on know. his back. Yeah, I didn't notice that at first. I was like, wait a minute. Where did that come from? Yeah. I made notes about that. Like, did he just decide for the, I can't even remember what the weapon's called, the con buster, the con whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, con buster, I did think. Did he just decide that he liked weaponry and... I don't know, raid a local renaissance I fair? Guess yeah. So. Where did he get that? Who made it for him? I just, they're doing shorts. I want a little short about that. Yeah. How did you get that sword? And are you any good with it? I know, but, in, and I also just loved too, because I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't really necessarily look 100% like a katana, but like it's totally in style with his with his anime boy look that he's got going on. Have you noticed that he has kanji on him? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> it's it's 100% intentional. Well, Drift is probably going to outweeaboo him when he shows up because Drift is historically Yeah, man. Like that. Oh yeah. But Sideswipe is very extremely anime including the hair which I know we've poked out oh, before. Oh my God. He has such anime hair and it's glorious. <laughs> Anytime that he's like laying down it's just it's literally just standing straight up and i'm just like yeah you're you're literally an anime character yeah like this that's not how hair works i mean even though it's not real yeah still you know what i mean it's crazy <laughs> someone had to design like in cybertron <laughs> they they build new cybertronians mm-hmm. and someone yeah. had to be like that's a good design yeah let's do that yeah why, why would you put that on uh, it's aerodynamic. <laughs> You've been watching those video imports from Earth again, haven't you? No, no, of course no, not. No, it's course true not. because he is yeah. the only one who has hair 
of the main Autobot team yeah. that we're seeing. I mean, the rest of them have more like helmet looking heads, but <laughs> sideswipe. Not to be punny. <laughs> but because he's the punk. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was just using his, uh, as Bumblebee would say, his maximum velocity. Oh <laughs> my God. I love that the music itself disapproved of oh, this so one. so great. I just, loved it. We were that close to having the boom, 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 boom. Eventually he'll figure that out, but it probably won't be till the end of the season. Yeah. I don't know why we can't stick with Transform and Roll Out because it works. Oh my Maybe gosh. Maybe he's too scared to use it because op- that's kind of Optimus's line. Well, because know? now it's interesting with B because it, previously he was trying so hard to be Optimus and now I think he's trying to be Bumblebee, but he's still trying to be Bumblebee as Optimus. As Optimus, yeah. He's just changing the sayings. Well, and the one time he did use transform and roll out was the episode where he was trying to be Optimus and then yeah. like, nope not gonna work we're doing it this way instead and it worked mm-hmm. yeah like, please please just please yeah okay and can yeah. we talk about Steeljaw's plan because we got Steeljaw yeah, back for the first finally. time since well essentially his introduction but we had the stinger with Thunderhoof mm-hmm. and he did mention that Uncle PJ was trying to find a bigger base <laughs> <laughs> no and, and and it's funny you bring up Uncle PJ because I had originally uh, thought that it was like some crime boss or something back on Cybertron that was controlling Grimlock. That basically like he had been manipulated by a- another Decepticon. Yeah. Uh, we thought that he was someone's higher Yeah, totally. Totally. No, it's just extreme property damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, we overthought that one so We really did. Badly. We really did. That's that's a that's a prime hangover right there. Oh. <laughs> a lot of this is a prime yeah. hangover yeah, because we're expecting agree. a lot from them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it turns out that he was not being manipulated at all. He was just being Grimlock and beating things up. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, evidently Steeljaw wants to make a home for all Decepticons except for Minitron. <laughs> yeah. That was that was just like see ya. Yeah. yeah. I just so wanna I just wanna backtrack a little just because of an interesting comment here, because we were talking about Sideswipe and how somebody must have built him to look like an anime yes. character and uh Andrew once again suggested uh someone on Cybertron was an anime fan. Bulkhead. Bulkhead built Sideswipe. Yes. yes. I completely agree. I mean, I believe that Miko would have totally gotten him into anime, so that is legit. I'm totally, I totally ship it. I think we lost Katie. I'm still here for given values of here. That's is there anyone else thing. in the chat? We're getting a lot from Andrew tonight. Yeah, totally. We've got Allie and Roz Mystica, Zero One. Uh, Timothy. Oh, Timothy, whose last name we were trying to pronounce last week, and I'm not 100% sure how to do it, but Timothy Bouge? I'm sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong. You guys, Timothy, tell us how to pronounce tell your us name. Tell how to pronounce chat, your name. It, yeah, if you could just like phonetically spell that out for us, that'd be fantastic. Oh, I have done that before. And hey, if you're watching live on, you want to participate on Twitter, we're still using the hashtag. We're totally. still doing ABTVRID. I'm yeah. keeping an eye on that. So. Yes, feel free to join in on that. We, we've as well. also got an Annabelle 08 and Jmeister 22. Jmeister, we love you, chat. Yeah, and Allie says that Steeljaw is such a cult leader. I thought we had that last week. I think we did have that last two <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah. 
Because More Scientologists. <laughs> I, I do love that Steeljaw completely dropped the, I'm just trying to make a home for Decepticons. Totally. I misunderstood this week. He just kind of went, yeah, screw it. All right, let's roll. Yeah. Stealing Underbite, which, interesting. And yeah. a very, very good plan was to get an inside man mm-hmm. and take everyone totally. out. And have them get all of the captured I was going to say, I mean, his back. plan was clearly to get all of the Decepticons and bring them back. It didn't exactly pan out for him but no the problem was that minitron could not every time i say that minitron minitron (laughs) could not control grimlock a hundred percent of the way no and that he completely fell he's large yeah (laughs) and that he completely fell for the optimus prime is coming bit like yeah these people been in space does no one get news reports nothing Mm. i guess i can see yeah i know that's that is true because you would i Granted, we don't know how long they've been on the Decepticon prison ship for. So, yeah, I mean, for all we know, they've been floating around in space for a really long time, and they're unaware of Optimus' death, but... I want to say either before the war or as the war was just starting. I want to say it's early, because, again... Nuon City. Yeah. No one remembered Underbite, except for the other people on the Totally, ship. yeah. So I feel like that would have been eons and eons and eons ago. Yeah. Which, again, I think Fix-It's backstory is going to be terrible, and we're going to have a, did he make a ball, volleyball and call it Wilson moment? Yeah. Like, I feel like that would be a thing. I, once again, though, though, us getting revealed finally exactly what Grimlock had been imprisoned for makes me think we might be overthinking the Fix-It thing. On one hand, Mitchell said Fix-It's backstory was sad. On the other hand, Mitchell also told us a few things that haven't (laughs) exactly been accurate. Yes. So, you know, he's going to come back in studio and be like, I hear you've been saying things about me. I know. Like, yes. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Uh, so, um, Matthias, Matthias, I'm sorry if I'm saying Matthias? your name's wrong, uh, Augusto, uh, says that Steeljaw kind of gives him a big bad wolf vibe. <laughs> it's a good nickname, but yeah. I'm still staying with Hungry Like Hungry, the Wolf. Oh, Hungry Like the Wolf, to- I mean. Just because it's funny. Just because Duran Duran, guys, you don't need any other explanation. Yeah, so he made it out with, uh, Underbite. He did, yeah, which, he got Underbite out of there. Depending on what happens during the next time Underbite shows up, because yeah. at this point there will be a next time, totally. he may need a nickname too. I, I was know. gonna ask that, I'm like, do we give him a nickname? Garbage disposal. I'm fine <laughs> with that, that works for me. Or squirrels. Squirrels? Yeah. Probably garbage disposal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it goes with the Legion of Spiders. It does, Legion it totally does, yeah, and, and I mean, I think they they specifically brought this up at the end of the episode that there is now this possibility that they're gonna have time. It, I mean, if they're wise, they will just ship Grimlock. Uh, uh, they just ship Underbite off to chomp down on some cities and get stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah, but I think that would also draw people to him pretty quickly. Yeah, because, I would agree. Hey, the city is under attack. That's, yeah. That's going to make national and global news super fast. Totally. And the other thing is we know we have more cons that we haven't met, but we also know that we're going to have some Autobots showing up. Yeah. So we know that Windblade will be here eventually yes. because of that news and gossip, which, <laughs> yay, can not Wait. I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> so, again, I think we are building towards, I know season finale is a good long ways away, but I still think we're building towards it with, they're going to have Underbite do this. Mm-hmm. And I will be very surprised if at least one other bot that we've had in stasis doesn't escape. Yeah. In some capacity, because now they know where the Autobot's base is. Yeah, totally. And now they know where 
actually, no, not so much. Only Minitron knows, and yeah. they caught him. Yeah. We don't know that he passed off that information to Steeljaw, and I'm not sure he did, because he doesn't think very well under pressure. Yeah, and and once again, I think that we're not necessarily really seeing all of the Decepticons even trying to work together at this point. We're just getting sort of shades of it. Then again, I don't think we've seen enough of them together to do it. We Th- haven't that, seen what... That's absolutely accurate. That's totally fair. Yeah, I I want to see what the Decepticons are up to. I need a whole I need a whole episode about Hungry Like the Wolf and... And Uncle PJ. <laughs> yep. And we don't know where Legion of Spiders is. He's out and about somewhere. Yeah. And I honestly thought that they'd go for him. I would have thought I'm so, too. Yeah. Then again, Minitron. Yeah. Not, not... Doesn't react super well under pressure. Nah. So, yeah. Is there anything else to talk about? Alexis? Anyone want to bring up anything no, else? No, that, that was pretty much how I felt about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, uh, you know, enjoy- episode, Yeah, enjoyable. It's, I still enjoyed it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, but this... And it shouldn't have because we learned something important, which was exactly why Grimlock ended yeah. up on the Alchemore in the first place. For an episode that technically had a big plot revelation, it felt an awful lot like filler. Yeah. And again, I think we have a few things that will go into the plot. Yeah. Minitron is kind of a ticking time bomb once they get him back, because again, that is terrifying. Uh-huh. We dealt with possession in Prime. Right. And that was super scary. And that's also something that B should have maybe pulled from his experiences and been like, he's not acting like himself. Maybe there's a reason for that. Right. Like, buddy, you have been there and done that. Yeah. You could have been able to... Exactly. silence from B on this Yeah, one. this. I mean, this is not the first time that he has personally dealt with a mind control sort of situation, so... It's not the first time that he's dealt with something that's come up in Prime, but not pulled those experiences in for robots in disguise. Totally. So and I understand they want to keep it separate, but it's a little weird. Yeah, and and I mean, I, I can't... Let me scroll up and see if I can find out who was saying in the chat that they were saying sometimes that it, it is kind of hard to watch this show having seen Prime. And for me, it's it's not that it's a change in tone. I, I like that... The tonal the, change is great. Yeah, I like the tonal change. I like the animation a lot. I like... The, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot to like about this show. The thing that's frustrating is that it's, it is technically a sequel to Prime. It and is a sequel a, to exactly. Prime. Exactly. And so you want them to bring more of that into it. We want the other characters. Yeah. We, want, we, we at least want B referencing, well, there was this one time in my past where I dealt with X. And we right. did kind of get a little, well, this is how I dealt with coming to Earth the first time, but it was carefully avoiding mentioning any of his teammates or anything that happened yeah. or making friends with humans or any of that noise. So, yeah, it's just, it's interesting the way they kind of tap dance around it. And I would like to see it really get into it, but I don't think that's going to happen until, again, the mythical season two. Yes, exactly. Because, and I think I, I mentioned this before, that I think that once they've taken a season to live in this world and be like, okay, these are these characters as they exist now, you've gotten used to your main team, you like them, you know them. Now, here's all this other stuff that that people who are fans of Prime will appreciate. 
Yeah. And that at that point, your people who've never watched Prime are already invested in this show. So true. So and again, as a strategy, that makes a lot of sense. Totally. As a fan, that is super it's so frustrating. frustrating. <laughs> it's like, I get it. I understand. But why? Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Okay. Well, if that's all we have to talk about this episode, we should move into predictions. Because mm-hmm. I don't think there is any news and gossip. And now, Not really. You're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Those of you who are listening on iTunes should really watch YouTube. We get this nice little laser light show when we do predictions. I'm going to pick it's on the record happening. tonight. It's, it's like still a, It's going. like a predictions wow. wave up in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick on the record today. Alexis, do you have any predictions? Um, it was really kind of tough to do a prediction for this episode because not really much has happened. I mean, we did get to see that, yes, we, we kind of lost underbite in the, in the process of this. Um, I'm just, I'm just really hoping that their teamwork really starts to click in because I feel like after watching Prime this past weekend and watching this episode, I was just like, oh, I'm so frustrated. It would work out so much better if you guys can just get your crap together. Yeah. Scrap. It is. Scrap yeah, together. That's a good way to do it. It is, it is definitely getting to a point where it's frustrating but at the same time we've we've talked about the fact that strong arm and sideswipe are very much teenagers yeah teenagers are frustrating (laughs) yeah they're i get the feeling that they are going to be butting heads for the rest of the season i do too probably tone it down a little more as time goes on yeah is it weird that sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no um i was i was hoping that not maybe not right now because it's still kind of early but maybe like in the middle of the season i want bumblebee to just kind of blow up on them and they're kind of like oh wow we really messed up I think if that happens, it's going to be a whole episode themed yeah. around this is happening because you two are fighting. You need to not. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think it'll move the story along, personally. Oh, we've got a we've got a lot of people talking in the chat about us talking about Prime, and they're saying that they think that this takes place so long after Prime that the human characters in Prime are, are possibly dead <gasps> oh which i'm you know, telling you i'm still banking on uh, last year's comic con panel and they said if we want to do it but season two and i'm like yeah okay, all right I'm, I'm taking that to the bank yeah because i refuse to believe that don't do that to me i know don't yeah do that to me. i mean here's my thing is painful though this is to say i would be okay with it being so far in the future that the human characters on Prime are maybe, unfortunately, no longer with us, as long as we get uh, sort of flashbacks to what happened with the rest of their lives. I want to know. I Judging from the technology, I don't think it's too much further ahead, because if you remember in Prime... Yeah. The big thing was Miko had her flip phone. Right. And flip phones were late 90s. Totally. Early early, 2000s. And then if you look at Russell, he's rocking some form of iPhone. Totally. So the technology. Yeah, which is really not that much further advanced. Yeah. We haven't really had much more advanced technology. We have people willing to buy robotic zookeepers. Yeah. So I would imagine we've had some advances, but... I'm also kind of comparing it to animated where we did have a like 50 year time skip and the technology just went insane. Yeah. And that's partially because one scientist basing it on Cybertronian technology yeah. because he found Megatron's head in his backyard. But well, animated is really interesting. <laughs> I can tell you. But 
I feel like there would have been a much larger technological and social leap if it was going to take place in the far, 70 far future. to 100 years in the future. I think we're I looking think that's at legit. 20 to 30. No, this this totally feels like it's happening now. Now-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Now, possibly within the next decade, it... it the, knowing this creative team, yeah. they would have had a lot more. I was going to say, design, yeah, tech design, etc. If, if, if it were, if it were very futuristic, totally, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Mm. So it's an interesting theory. I personally don't buy it, yeah, but it is an interesting theory. Yeah. Do you have any predictions? I, you know, I, I have a feeling that uh, this underbite plan is not going to work out so well. <laughs> you don't think he's going to take orders? Uh, no, no, doesn't really uh, seem like the uh, the type to be ordered around. <laughs> And I think Steeljaw is going to have a problem with that because I don't think Steeljaw is a heavy hitter. No. B and Sideswipe are both holding their own against yeah. him. When Sideswipe can hold his own, you know that yeah. maybe he's not the best combat. I mean, he's he's a wolf. He should be cunning and manipulative. Yeah, but he need, he needs a pack to lead. He is not oh, he's not strong on his own, I don't think. It's possible. We'll see how they yeah. paint him later on. But yeah. he is in their size and weight class, so he's not going to overpower them. Right, like that. of course. And they looked like pretty even fights. Mm-hmm. So we will see how that goes. Yeah. I think we're going to see Minitron again. I think I, that is yeah. definitely going to be a thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that they can just write that off. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see Uncle PJ and Hungry Like the Wolf having a conversation <laughs> just to see how they work. Yes. And I'm sticking with, I will be really surprised if Legion of Spiders doesn't show up in the same episode that we get more mini-cons. I like, I will be super really surprised want if that is not the case. Legion of Spiders to come back because it was pretty terrifying. It was! <laughs> super good, but really scary. Yep. So, before we go, we have a couple of shout-outs to make. Yeah! So, Emma, why don't you start with yours? Okay, awesome. So, uh, I got a very nice Facebook message from a fan, uh, Daniel Falconer. Uh, so, he sent me a message uh, congratulating us on a great show, specifically because he has daughters who are 6 and 10 years old who really love Transformers Robots in Disguise. So, it's nice to have a panel that's all intelligent young women talking about giant robots. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you so much, Daniel. Hello to you and to your daughters. Yes. Hello. <laughs> and Alexis? Yes. Sorry about that. I no worries. Editing back here. Um, <laughs> but She's yes. a multi-talented woman. I try. Um, you but succeed. Yes, I had, thank you. Um, I also had a lovely fan uh, from Brazil send me a message. Her name is Patricia and I don't have her last name on me at the moment, but she knows who she is. Uh, <laughs> and she also said how much, how she, she always was a fan of Transformers, but she didn't really have friends to talk about it. And she also loved the fact that there was more girls that liked it, especially us. So it was very, very sweet and I wanted to give all my love to her and say thank you for watching, especially from all the way in Brazil. I really appreciated that. Yeah. yeah thank you for watching. And we also had a great article written yeah, up did. about our show in uh, a no trans- Transformers World 2005 Yee. is the uh, name of the website. And uh, yeah, so Silver Optimus, who I, I remember you well from the chat roll last time, <laughs> I, I did a, a write-up on us. Uh, that included links to all of our videos. So thank you well, for getting the word the out site. about our show. And thank you to uh, Salgatron on Twitter who brought it to their yeah. attention. Seriously, you guys are wonderful. We could not ask for better fans. And if you haven't already, please remember to go to iTunes, subscribe, rate us five stars, leave us a review. If you leave us an iTunes review, we will give you a shout out on the show. We 
don't have any yet. I don't think. <laughs> but if you want Not your name on the show, that is one way to do it. <laughs> so yeah, um, rate us on iTunes, subscribe and like us on YouTube, on SoundCloud, wherever you can find AfterBuzz. There we are. And um, I think that's all we have for the show I today. Think so. Alexis, where can the people find you? You can find me all over the social media interwebs as ATORS890. You can also find, if you like to see my face, um, at our sister network, BlackHollywoodLive.com, where I do the show Geek Nerd Tech. I talk about video game news and other awesome geeky, nerky things. We're also doing a Loot Crate giveaway at uh, Black Hollywood Live, so please tune in, look at my Twitter, look at my YouTube and my vlogs, and you'll see all about that. And you can find me all over the internet at Emma Fife. It's my name. It's what I use for all of my social media, except for Tumblr, where I'm almost a palindrome. Uh, you can also see me on a couple shows here uh, at AfterBuzz, this one, Sailor Moon Crystal. And you can also watch me on Wednesdays on The Cosplay Coach at 4 p.m. That's with our sister network, The Popcorn Talk. And uh, if you like listening to the sound of my voice, you should check out my Sailor Moon podcast. You should probably like Sailor Moon also, but it's called Love and Justice. Look it up. It's, it's in the iTunes store. <laughs> I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxe. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. And I am on the Arrow After Show on Wednesdays. Season finale this week. Ah! Woo! Thank you all so much for watching. Have a great day. And as always, transform and roll, roll out! From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 